Yeah, welcome to the One Corner at a Time podcast. I'm the host, Zachary Latham Williams. Have the pleasure of speaking with my guy, Chad. How you doing, bro? Blessed, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, man, your reputation as a hustler, as a go-getter, it precedes you. You know what I'm saying? Before, before we met, you know, we met through OG Chris, and um, he was uh, trying to get me to look at the trades. I was driving trucks, really dead end shit, mm-hmm. you know. And he like, man, take a look at the trades, man. I got my young guy Chad, and shit. I was 22. How old are you, bro? Uh, 26. Okay, 26. So yeah, so I was 22. You 21. He like, yeah, I got my young guy, man. He in the trades, man, and he rocking woo woo. Um, and then we, you know, chopped it up on the phone and everything like that. And, you know, niggas connected instantly. Most of You know what I'm saying? But before we get into, you know, your work, your entrepreneurship, you know, I like to always learn about the man, you know? And especially like that hustle gene, that go-get-it gene, that's something that a lot of people don't have, you know? And it seems like it's just natural to you, right? So... I want to ask you about like a childhood experience, something in the past that might have, uh, uh, you know, really started, you know what I'm saying? Really jump started uh, that hustle, that hustler mentality. Oh, man. Um, off the top of the dome, bro, I can't, I, I just grew up in uh, my, my pops, he was a truck driver. Um, so I, I feel where you're coming from with that. And I'm actually in the, in the trucking now. But, um, yeah, I just watched him work. You know, mm-hmm. my grandfather, uh, especially, uh, rest in peace, he had three jobs, and my grandmother was a stay-at-home. Like, she kept the house clean, woo-woo-woo. But he had three hustles, three jobs he provided for uh, his family. So just growing up, seeing that, my pops working, and, and it was uh, just like no excuses, just seeing... The, the avenues that people got, and they didn't have much. Like, nobody had a college degree, you know? So it was just like, uh, shit, just go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't play with it. I just seen a, a whole field of hustlers. So it was like, it was just, if it, it, it feels natural, it is natural, but I don't, I don't know. It's just, yeah. just seeing that, it, it, it helped out. So what I think about, and again, I'm thinking about, you know, when I when OG was first talking about you, and thinking back to that time, bro, and you know a bit of my backstory, you know what I'm saying? But man, I was dead, bro. You know what I'm talking about, man? It just felt damn near hopeless, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to find my way. And um, hearing about a young dude that, you know, just seemed to pretty much have shit together, have it all together, at least financially, you know what I mean? Um. Like, at first, I think I was damn near jealous, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? I had my young family and everything like that, and I'm trying to figure out a way. It's like my guy over here, he he found a way. You know what I'm saying? And then getting to chop with you, like, instantly, whatever trace of jealousy was there, it vanished. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, this is a stand-up dude. You know what I'm talking about? And then as we begun to have more conversations, it was really... But inspiration. And I don't know if I ever told you that. Yeah, you know what I I'm saying? Real that, I'm listening now. Yeah, absolutely. Real. You've been an inspiration to me from afar, bro. It. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I really, and that's why I was excited to have this conversation too, man, because, you know, 
I want to know the I want to know the backstory. You know what I'm saying? I want to know what inspires that go getter mentality. Cause everybody ain't everybody ain't got that. Bro. I hear you, bro, and I appreciate that. Um, so so let me let me go back to you. I, I felt a hundred percent where you coming from. You 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 said jealousy, yeah. and for the people listening, they may oh jealousy, envy, this and you know what I mean. Yeah. But you were correct. It's motivation, like type shit. I, I I got my guys, bro. It's um the guys I grew up with, uh, Tyler, DJ, uh, Jalen, Keon. Shout out to them. Um, my guy Jalen, he grew up on Twenty Third and Hop. I remember dropping him off, bro. Hearing gunshots, gunshots like right next to the car. You know what I mean? He yeah. running up to the crib. Bro, uh, just graduated from UW Madison with a law degree. He got a full ride to uh, Morehouse. Mm. My guy DJ owned a daycare. She had like twenty types. Bro, he pulling up to high school in the rain. <laughs> like we say jealousy. Yeah, that's motivation. These types, my niggas. Yeah. I got a range in my mind. You know, yeah. I'm a lawyer now. Like I'm, I'm telling people, I call my lawyer. Quit playing with me. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Absolutely. That's Absolutely. motivation. My guy Tyler, he uh going to, to for psychology, like his his wife a nurse. Like yeah. shout out to them. Like them people that 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 motivate me. Yeah. And we since toddlers, you know what I'm saying? Racing, Craig Montessori, shout out to everybody at Craig. But it was I get motivation from there and, yeah. and I just see other things and I pick up on them, like, oh, they grinding, they getting it. Shout out to them, but shit, what can I be doing that that they not doing right now? It's, 10 o'clock at night, y'all going to sleep. I'm going to stay woke. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm going to try to find that edge, bro, because like I, I spoke at that one event, like it was, uh, I can't shoot. Like my three-pointer not there. I could, you know, I could <laughs> dribble this. I, I weigh 165 pounds. Like I'm not big. I'm not going to the NFL. I can't spit you 16 off the dome. I can't. Yeah. I, I barely graduated high school, bro. Type like shit, I, type shit. I barely made it, but right. it was like, I'm going to get my advantage somewhere. So if I can out-hustle somebody... I'll hustle, not in a bad way, but just to, you know what I mean? I'll smart you and, and I'll yeah. wit you and, and shit, grind. Like, you know, I, I feel like now people say you got to grind. Like, my grind, I feel, is a little different. Like, don't talk. Grinding is, is like days with no sleep type shit, no mm. eat. Like, you going. But it was, it started from a youngster and, and just seeing a business mentality with my pops, my uncles. Um, my uncle owned the alcohol distribution my grandfather owned a liquor company, or not a liquor company, a liquor store. Yeah. Some taverns. Just seeing that, my pops owning uh, trucks. And I remember being like seven, eight, nine years old. Saturday morning, my pops, on, like he in uh, Massachusetts right now. Mm -hmm. um, he on the road five days a week. Saturday morning, we get up. Uh, he drinking coffee, eating breakfast, mom. Blah, 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 and we talking business. Yeah. I'm seven, nine, talking about buying dump trucks. Hey, <laughs> hey, Dad, what if we get um, a dump truck? How much do they make? Yeah. Oh, they make this an hour. Dang, okay, and I got to put fuel in it. And what if we get three dump trucks or this and that? What if we get 10? Right, right. All right, oh, oh, man, what else can we do? What if we get a hotel? Yeah, start with a motel first. Okay, cool, dang. I didn't even think about property. I'm, I'm not thinking about, I just see business. I just see, I don't yeah. know, it just clicked to me, bro. Absolutely. And now... Just moving through life is just like, I see the mistakes that my pops made. I see the mistakes that my uncle made or my grandfather made or my brother made in this one. And they, I see they obstacles and I'm like, let me just avoid them. And at the same time, I got to make my mistakes. I got to do my my due diligence in life and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I just see where they messed up and, and I try to avoid them. And 
and, and just keep pushing. Absolutely. And bro, I want to say one thing, man. You know, you gave the example of the dump truck. And you you do own a dump truck now. But man, listen, my pops, my uncle, um, he owned an alcohol distribution company. Mm. And and like um, so that right there, a distribution company. Um, you hear the rappers out there, the artists, masterpiece, especially. I was listening to an interview on, on uh, Drink Champs. We don't own our stuff, right? Mm. These bundles, let's talk about bundles real quick. I don't want to feel like I'm down on people, but I just all day, I think business. Yeah. So we we got bundles, lashes. My uh my little sister, my wife's sister, she getting her stuff going, her business, and I I try to put her on the game. Right. And I'm like the alcohol wholesale that my uncle owned, my granddad liquor store went to him. Mm-hmm. That liquor store over here went to him. Pick and save came to him. Everybody came. He's distributing, distributing the the product. Yeah. We use it every day. You know what I'm saying? It's a Whatever, it's good. Blase, blah. Um, so where do we get our bundles from? Our lashes, the Koreans, the Asians, blase, blah. If instead of, and OG Chris said it too. Yeah. Instead of uh, uh, you starting this company, this company, and we fighting against each other, why not come together? Come together. And boom. So um, far as the dump truck, bro, my pops um, hit my, my uncle with the alcohol distribution. His wife came to him and said, uh, uh, I want you to get 10 dump trucks. Mm. This was like in the 90s. And she said, don't worry about it. Just just go get them. I want you to run them. And then uh, we can make everything happen. Don't worry about the cost, blah, blah, blah. Just go do it. Right. And my pop said he went and looked at the trucks, and he, he never went back. And like to that day, like right now, I'm like, oh, whew, 10 dump trucks. You... <laughs> All right. So it was like, it was whatever, but just that mindset. Now I'm like, I got to get the, the 10 dump trucks for my son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and at least put him in the motion to to be able to get the 10 dump trucks. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Because that advantage, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You, you want to just hand down. So. Now, where where was you raised at? What, what block you on? Um, so uh, I was born Villard, mm. grew up on 3rd and Keith with my great-grandma, Mama Rose. Um, 65th in Congress. Uh, I stayed out by Vincent on Good Hope. Uh, so I was a little bit of everywhere. Type shit. So, so nah. I said, the suburbs, the hood, the wherever. Absolutely. So for me, bro, and I did this recently. I do this um, randomly. I was grown, I was born on 54th and Locust. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I spent most of my childhood. I was actually born on Mill Road. Um, but, you know, like around three... My grandma, um, she bought a house for my for me and my mom, Most and um, it was on Fifty Fourth and Locust. And as I grew, as I grew older, um, you know, into my high school years and my twenties, I recognized that when I was my most fearless, it was coming up on Fifty Fourth. You know what I'm saying? And you know, middle school and. You know, I, I think at that at a younger age, you might not have a full the full concept of of uh, of fear, mm-hmm. in a sense of um, how crippling it can be trying to uh, wanting to do something and the fear of it not working out in your favor. Failure, right? yeah, failure. failure. And I think when I was younger, I didn't have that fear of failure. You know what I'm saying? Like I see my kids right now, you know, yeah. and 
Like my my son, dude, like he'll go up to anybody, talk to him. My girls, they talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? They just, they fearless. They move fearlessly. And, and I think about myself and, you know, now being 27, you know, you, 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 you almost scared to fail in a sense. I go back to 5-4, right? And breathe in that locust air. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And something about it just get me back to really that child. You know what I'm saying? That child that was fearless, that just went for what he wanted to go for. You know what I'm talking about? And that's something I think about often in terms of uh, uh, balancing or, or, or fighting against that fear. You know what I'm talking about? And going for what I want to go for. What is it that that you can call back to your mind when 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 it's a moment of shit? Buying a buying a dump truck is a big thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? How much a dump truck costs? You know what I'm saying? Like, Man, you know you ain't got to speak on it, but see, I already know, right? So for most people, before they entrepreneurship, you buying a dump truck for yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's a big step. You know, and of course that you had the faith in yourself that you could get this done, but it also got to be a bit of fear of, okay, what if I fail? You know, so in those moments, like how do you get over that fear or, or is fear even in place for you in these moments? Ooh. I'm going to be real with you, bro. The fear isn't there at first. Mm -hmm. The fear is there when... When I know I can, I'm on the, I want to say when I know I can fail or I'm on the verge to fail, but I, it, it sounds crazy, but I just don't think I can fail at something I put my mind to. So like buying a dump truck, it's expensive. Like I can go buy a dump truck right now for $30 mm -hmm. cash and it'll be, it'll do the same thing as another dump truck brand new off the lot that's 200000 mm -hmm. Okay, but the difference is, bro, my dump truck was like right in the middle, somewhere in there, right? Yeah. Um, we wanted to get something that wasn't too old. That thirty thousand, you have a lot of problems. Knock on wood, you fingers crossed the whole time. Yeah. That new one, you don't, you gone. Thank so you. the new one, let's say the payment three thousand, and let's say the old one, you pay cash for it. Well, let's say this payment three thousand a month on the new one, but just this one in the shop at least three times a, a month mm. and you missed a day, let's say them things make a thousand a day usually, if not more, um, or it could be less. We, we don't have days like that, but this one going to cost you 300 a month versus this one, boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the good outweigh the bad depend on the situation, but when it comes to the cost, like like I said, these make a thousand a day. Yeah. So after a month, you know, 30, 20 days, whatever, plus OT, that three thousand ain't nothing. You got overhead, other expenses, but I'm not afraid to fail because I've done my research, my due diligence. Yeah. I put in so much sweat equity that even if I do fail, I can bounce back in a way. And, and, and whole shit, even if I fail, I land on a bunch of money type <laughs> shit. If I fail, I land on that dump truck, and that's my money at that point. You know what right. I'm saying? That's my equity. That's my, like, it's, it's house money and or, like, uh, property money. It's the same shit, different toilet, different uh, uh, down payments, blah, 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 different structures. Absolutely. But if it make dollars, it makes sense, bro. 
I feel and, that. And, and if it makes sense, it makes dollars in a way. But I don't know. You can go deeper into it, but it's like so many little cavities you can you can jump into yeah. with, with the business thing. But it, when it comes to the just the fear aspect, bro, I, I'm a I'm more afraid to fail. I'm more afraid to fail mm. and, and not like not go for it. Like I don't know I can fail until I at least attempt it. Yeah. And then once I'm in it, then like I, I, don't, I I'm so afraid to fail that I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do mm. so that I don't fail. Mm. And if I don't, and and if I do, I'm not gonna fail. I break even type deal. Like I'm I'm not taking the loss. I'm taking the lesson, but. It's just, it's just so deep into it. And, yeah. and like I said, go back to that grinding, bro. And it's just like a, a natural thing. Like uh, this this year, I walked away from my job. I don't work for, I'm an electrician by day or by trade, but mm. I, I don't do that. So this year I had to call my my project manager on a Friday. Like, bro, I can't do this no more. Mm. Like it, it hurt. Like I'm, I always had dreams of walking away from my job, but I didn't expect to do it like this. Right. So the conversation was like, man, I, I I haven't been to sleep in like four or five days. It's Friday. And I'm like, bro, I got eight hours of sleep this whole week. Mm. This whole week. So when people tell me like I'm grinding, I, this and that, I'm moving like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and I'm not the type that's going to talk about it. I'm going to just show you. But like yeah. when I tell you I'm grinding, bro, don't. our grind's different. You know what I'm saying? Same and, shit. And that's where my edge, I try to get an edge on anybody. While you sleep, I'm going to find a way to make some money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself in position to, to, to give me another avenue. Yeah. And, and whether I'm on my last or I'm up, mm-hmm. I'm still looking for that, that edge, that avenue that the next person ain't got. Right. And I'm willing to lose sleep and rest and food and whatever to get it. So you was already a journeyman. You know, when you walked away from uh, oh, definitely, okay. yeah, I, I made sure. I I felt comfortable, like the the car was just a cool. I felt comfortable being an electrician, like that. That was a foundation. Mm-hmm. Having that journey, it was nice. But like being an electrician, I could have walked away at three three years ago type deal and still been comfortable in. Because you got the skills. The skills, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. The extra stuff is just the books. You could still. Wire house, wire building. My guy, um, Kalen, he, um, when I first started out, he was like the first brother I've seen in the field. Yeah. And we chopped up. He went to school with my brother, um, the tech, and, and he put me on to a lot of stuff. And then I, I hit him up a couple of years. He was like, bro, I'm, I'm, he was out to trade. And he was like, I, I know enough to where I feel comfortable. And I'm like, respect. I would, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Type shit. But at the time, it was like, I get where you're coming from yeah. with, with that avenue. So, so. Absolutely, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'm in the I'm in the trades now, and um, it's definitely this is the thing, and I'm thinking about this as you're talking. So you know, I'm a creative, you know, and I'm gonna tell you a story, man. Um, I was like maybe ten or eleven, and um, my uh, we went to D.C. for Christmas. My auntie live out there. I'm with my mom's side of the family. My mom's side is more uh, blue-collar, affluent, beside my mom. You know, my mom is a teacher. What's blue-collar? Blue, you, you know, uh, 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 I'm excuse me, white-collar. 
White collar. White collar. You know, business. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my aunties went to Harvard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. We, I got we you. talking, yeah, status and shit like yeah. that, right? Um, and my pop side is more blue collar. But anyway, we in DC with with my mom's side of the family. And um, yeah, I'm like 12 or 13. And uh, I, this was when I started to fall in love with music, you know, fall in love with rap. And I was rapping myself. What led you to that? What led me to fall yeah. in love? I, See, I know the English with your mom's, and bro, I, I admire that so much, the, the reading. Like, I'm jealous <laughs> of that, bro. Like, that, man. See, my mom, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it was just, it's in my program. It's in my DNA to love words. Uh, my mom really, my mom and my dad really fed that. Um by, you know, giving me poetry and, and books. And I think I can remember, like, being real young and feeling misunderstood. And I think part of that is because, you know, uh, my, my my aunties, they had a lot of money. My mom, you know, was a teacher. And because I had a different experience from my cousins, you know what I'm saying? Like, my cousins, they, on my mom's side, they came up, they got money, they... Didn't have to deal. They they wasn't on locusts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, they right. they ain't deal with the inner city. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? When you had the same experiences, so I wasn't aware of that as at a young age. So I would come to them talking the way I talk. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit of you know twang on the shit I say or something Definitely. like that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, my auntie is a why are you talking like that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's <laughs> um, so I think that because I felt that I couldn't express myself to them in a way they understood, I could take this pen and this pad, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like the world could understand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. But what's crazy is, and it, it coincides with the story, Um, you know, I, I'm writing my little raps or whatever like that, you know, we in D.C. and I'm in the basement, I'm writing, I'm wearing all black, I got the pock shirt on. Are you ready? You know, yeah. You ready? You know what I'm saying? Couldn't rap for shit back then. You know, I ain't had no flow. I had the words, I ain't had a flow yet. On it, I was though, working right? on it, right? So my aunties and them, they like, um, you know, Zach, what you doing? You know, I'm writing these raps. Well, let us hear something. Oh, come on. Right? So I'm like, all right, shit. You know, you ain't y'all, y'all ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all ain't ready, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so shit, man, I, you know, get upstairs, man. You know, spit my little shit, man. And again, I, I'm in the inner city. I'm in the hood, bro. So it's like, and I'm young. So I see these things. Am I living all of it, no, but I'm yeah. I'm rapping about murder. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Niggas Definitely. dying. You spit that fire. That's what you do. You spit that fire. You know, and this is lawyers and, and people that work at fucking insurance companies. Like, they don't know Definitely. none of this shit, man. And uh, so I finished my shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, they dropped the mic, you know what I'm talking about? And whole room just quiet. I'm already doing it here. Pin it's drop. Like, <laughs> hey, it's looking the like, mic. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then my auntie Levita, though, my auntie Levita, she she is hilarious, though. And I love all of them, man. And she like, well then, and take a sip of her wine. <laughs> she said, well. What uh Diaco was like, well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Y'all finna do me like that, bro. Right? No, nothing. So, but, you know, it, but on a serious note, right, like, I think that for for me, because, you know, I have this creative angle to the, the entrepreneurship, as an artist, like, 
I think J. Cole said, you know, every poet want to be loved. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so when I when I write these words and I say these words to somebody and it's not received, especially at a young age, Definitely. that fear set in. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to OG, you know, when I was in the process of releasing a book and, you know, many a times he said, like, you know, like take Jay-Z, for example. Jay-Z is the creative, but he's also the businessman. So he could turn off that need for acceptance when it comes to the business. You know, that need for people to appreciate the art. And for me, like that's something coming in, like now being 27, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But it's still like, is this going to work? Is people going to, are people going to like this? You know what I'm saying? That where, that's where the fear comes in, came in for me before. You understand what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you, yeah. but I couldn't, like, I couldn't be an artist. I, I'm not, just off of everything, just for that reason alone, mm-hmm. bro, I'm so, I don't want to say I'm, I'm insecure. I have my insecurities, let's say that. Um, I, we all do, but somebody laughing at me or making fun of me while I'm trying to spit my fire, yeah. like, I couldn't live with that. And as a rapper, you have to be able to live, or an artist, or whatever your field is, bro. Yeah. Like you have to be able to live with that rejection. Um, yeah, that that would be tough for me, yeah, bro. bro. And, and that's something you you mentioned, Jay Z. He he was twenty six when he dropped Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. So we twenty six, twenty seven now. Yeah, we just now. I'm pretty that first album. He was still looking like what these reviews like. He even it should have went. Platinum, double, triple, whatever. Like, I'm, and just like you, I'm realizing, like, I'm more like, man, fuck y'all. Fuck what everybody, like, fuck the world. Like, it's me, my wife, my son, my family. Like, I'm not that, uh, uh, the meme when uh, you go up to the chalkboard and somebody say, damn, them is favorite pair of pants or something (laughs) like that. Like, like, when you go up to the chalkboard and go do, like, I'm. I don't have that anxiety anymore as an right. adult. I. I don't get me wrong. I still do. Like I be looking around, but like I. Now I'm. I see the difference from the 16 year old chat to the 26 yeah. year old chat. Like yeah. it's. It's a whole different mindset. Same mindset, just a a, a more mature version. Yeah, it's more adult. developed. It's more developed, bro. Absolutely. And, and I feel like at times, just like uh, especially in a society, if if you not, if you don't develop that, or if it's not. Fast enough, like we we looking at it now. We like, man, yeah. We thinking we behind, but it's like, shit. Jay Z didn't get it to twenty six. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, bro. And that's a good point. I ain't think about that, right? You look at Jay Z now. It's like, yeah. fam, like you we know, see I need him to get now. To that. Yeah. yeah, this nigga started. With, fuck, fuck, dude, he fifty now, right, grandpa. Right, move. Bro. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> we halfway there, you know. But you got the blueprint type deal. And, yeah. and reasonable doubt. Like, if you think about that album, like, that ain't sell at first. No. You know what I'm saying? No. And that's a classic album now. You know, it, it, I think it takes time for things to to catch on. And I think as I as I get older, that, that perspective, I, I gain a perspective, you know what I'm saying, of myself and and of the world, you know. But you, you, you said something. You, you said, uh, you know, it's you, it's your wife and your son. And I, as a family man, myself, and I'm, you know, I'm divorced and everything, but that's still in my DNA. Definitely. And uh, now I'm, I have a you know, girlfriend. And I definitely see how, 
you know, having the right partner just balance you. You know what I'm saying, Definitely. man? And 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 in the in the context that you said that, you know, because it's like we was talking about the insecurity, but at the end of the day, when you go home to your wife and your son, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, the world ain't that bad. I can face what I gotta face, win, lose, or draw. I'm going home to my beautiful family. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Every, I'm good. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. It, it's uh it's uh, it, it's crazy because like like you see how I'm dressed now, bro. Like this, I don't get dressed. I yeah. stopped getting my I was in high school, bro, I was getting my hair cut every week. <laughs> I'm at the barbershop six, eight hours, bro. I'm doing shifts. At the barbershop, bro. Like, um, you gotta be careful though. You get cut too much, you know your shit get pushed back. And you, know, bro, my guy said that, and I, I have so much faith in my barber, bro. I fall asleep in the chair. Shout out to Crispy D, and they told me that, and it, it stuck with me. But, but I, man, I ain't seen my barber in like two, three months. I, I, I go in there just to say what up to him. Like I'm still living, bro. Like how you been? I call him like, hey, what up, man? How you feeling? Like it, I'm still living, bro. Yeah, I, because. I got my wife, I got my kid. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm focused on me. And, and bro, my son, like, man, it was having him, it, it just changed my whole perspective, bro. Yeah. Like, I never, I'm an emotional guy. I'm a passionate guy. Shit, but, like, here. with my son, it's like he opened up a whole new, like, a, a, a spiritual line, a mental line. I'm more in tune with, you know, the the uh, the affection side of me or... or the uh, what's the emotional thing mm-hmm. like uh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, consider I don't know. Well, Empathetic. Oh, empathy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like the more emotional side. I got all the like. Yeah. I'm a real tough guy. Though. I just be, like like uh, uh, another whole bar. Y'all respect the one who got shot. I respect the shooter type. Thing. Like I see both sides of the situation in a lot of cases, bro. And it's yeah. like you know, fuck it. Like it is what it is. Keep it moving. The world don't stop spinning. But with right. my son, it's like the world do stop spinning. For or sure. it, if it, it's like the the clutch, like everything just released, like my life released from the world, and yeah. it's just just me and him. Absolutely, it's, bro. It's a crazy feeling, bro. I, growing up, I didn't want kids. Like mm. I. Fuck kids, bro. Like, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't like them. I, I'm the baby. Like, I'm the youngest okay, one. Okay, okay. That's a big, that make a big difference in my life. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm going to be real with you. That uh, that creative, uh, going to counseling, bro, the, like, being the, the youngest, mm. I ain't got, my brother, oldest brother, or my, my next one, he's 10 years apart. Type shit. I'm near by the crib, at the crib by myself all day. Yeah. Me and mom. Yeah. I got imaginary friends out the roof. Like, we kicking it, playing the game, all type of Sorry, shit. Like, I'm in my own world, own mind, and seeing, like I said, the the, the <clears throat> whole business and the entrepreneurs and just sitting back scoping shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it gave me a, like, now I can just sit back and, and just playing shit because I ain't, I'm not yeah. moving, I'm not rushing, I'm at my own pace with, absolutely. you know, just picking up on a lot of old shit. Like, people tell me I got an old spirit, but... Shit, my mom and dad, they definitely about to retire. Like, yeah, yeah. They old as shit. And I was around all old people. Like, Absolutely. I'm an old ass nigga at heart. Yeah, too. hey, nah, same here. I mean, you, you see these records right here, man. Like, bro, bro. you know, you see the books, bro. Like, I, that's, that's, that's what I be on, man. But, you know, um, yeah, yeah. I, I've always um, 
I've been an emotional and uh, sensitive person. I've never been afraid to like say that, right? Because uh, I still beat your ass. You know what I'm talking Definitely. about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But you know when. But that's the thing, all right? You know, in high school and middle school, you know, coming up on locusts, it's like, and I talk about that often. You project that that harder exterior, but I think when when you have kids, you know what I'm saying. It does get you more in tune with the emotion and you kind of shed the the weight of needing to project some something harder to the world, you know, because I see that same sensitivity in my children. You know what I'm saying? I see that same awareness. That's that's the crazy thing. And you know, my kids older than yours, but you know, I have a seven year old, my twins, they four, and and, and all of them, just they the awareness of the world, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, I give you an example. My son, um, you know, you know him and his mom, him, me and his mom, you know, divorced. And now I'm involved with somebody else, right? So uh, I'm on FaceTime with her. We get off the phone, she say, love you. I say, I love you too. And my son in the back, and he like, you love her? You oh, know what I'm saying? Like, he said it comical, right? And and I'm laughing. I'm like, Junior, we get back to the house. He own it. Right? And now he's somber. You know what I'm saying? He he looks sad. I'm like, LeBro, what, what up? You know what I'm saying? What's up? And we parked, so I have him come sit in the front seat with me. I'm like, what's going on? He like, man, um, he said, he said, I'm sad. I'm like, why are you sad? He said, you and mommy. I'm like, what about us? Y'all not together. One single tear. Like Denzel, that one movie, one single tear fall from his eyes. Oh, no. And, and it touched me, right? And it almost broke me, I'll be honest. But uh, then I'm, I'm looking at him, bro, and I'm inspired. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I'm, I'm crying tears of joy because it's like for him to be four and to be able to, to un, for him to understand in a way. You know, he he hears dad saying he loves another woman. You know what I'm saying? And for him to understand that and to be able to express that, like this is this is a divorce. And you four years old and you able to express your feelings about that. That's fucking amazing. You know what I'm talking about? So, and I told him the truth. I said, yeah, we we not together. Won't ever be again. But we all on the same team. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And we love you dearly. Respect. You know what I'm talking about, bro? And my daughters, they they do things the same way. They draw pictures and shit like that, bro. But to be so young and to understand and to be in tune like that, I can't... It'd be a disservice for me to lie to them and be like, oh, it'd be all right or whatever like that. No, I feel those emotions. You know what I'm saying? Feel those emotions, um, but know that I love you through all of it. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Bro. And that's the thing about f- uh, parenthood. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, I'm grown with my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about as they age, you know what I'm saying, and, and understand more and learn more. They teach me. You know what I'm talking about? I know your son is, is you know, fairly young, but I'm sure you're starting to see that as well, bro. And it's a fucking beautiful thing, man. And really to, I guess, circle back to, you know, the entrepreneurship and, and that fear and everything, it's like, at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, that's what I go home to. You know what I'm saying? Children that's in tune with the world. That can express themselves. You know what I'm saying? I got a solid-ass woman in my life. You know what I'm talking about? Most Fucking beautiful thing. 
know what I'm talking about, definitely, bro? Definitely, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I want to I salute you on that because it really threw me for a loop, bro. When you said he teared and you like, you know, it, you were inspired. Like, I'm yeah. like, where are you going with this? But to that really growth in you to be like, you didn't, fuck you crying for. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Bro, you, you know, exactly. everybody listening, like, you'd have been in the store when it, he touched the skin, it was like, fuck you, touch, yeah. put them back. Like, yep. I should slap you as a parent for yelling at this young yes, kid. Like, bro. clearly he don't know. So for you to, to feel that and your kid and see that and recognize that and it's like, we good. We still, you brought him back to home, like to square one. You oh, know God. what I'm saying? And, and that was a point where he's seen you vulnerable. Actually, he's seen you, like your emotions reflect, you know, towards your lady friend. Yeah. And like you said, for his emotions to be that developed and for y'all to be that on point to where y'all can communicate, like, 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 bro, this, I'm getting emotional talking <laughs> about it. Cause it's like, on the, on the, <clears throat> On the TV show, if, you know, the song, blah, 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 you pull over and your pops, hop in the front, little man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unbuckle the seat, but come on, hop up here with pops, man. And, and you set him straight, yeah. bro. Like, that's Hallmark moment type shit. That's commercial type moment, shit. bro. But it's, shit, bro. we don't see that enough in our community. Yeah. We don't get that enough in our community. Like, type I remember shit. a game, bro, where my, my pops... Uh, I was doing something and I wasn't getting the ball. And after the game, my pops told me, like, Chad, you was acting like a bitch. Like, oh. damn. Like, I, shit, I cried off of that. Like, yeah. shit, that's the type of love I got. Like, he ain't never beat me type. It wasn't no. Right. But shit, them words hurt, bro. If Absolutely. he would have turned around and just told me where I fucked up at and then put me on, but shit, that's our environment. We don't, yeah. we don't know how to reciprocate that love. Like, Fuck what my pop said. He was wrong in that moment. Yeah. Now I could tell my son, hey, listen, you wasn't making the right moves in this and that. This how you yeah. like you channel that. You know what I'm saying? Just how you make this happen, blah, blah, blah. So Absolutely. Bro, definitely commend you for that. That's and you know, I, I think when you said that about that, you know, playing ball and what your dad said, you know, and I was just talking about that tough exterior, it, maybe it was easier for for us to share. Maybe it wasn't a, as easy for, for, you know, your father. You know what I'm talking about, man? Like maybe, and just, I, I, and that's the thing, at black men in general, you know, that is like an external pressure. You know what I'm saying? And it, it takes a while to be, I guess, even comfortable to, uh, you know, share that. But I think that the example I gave about my son and, you know, how I already see, I already can tell how you're going to move as a father. Just think about those moments that we have with our children. In the future, not he comfortable coming to me about anything. Anything. You know what I'm saying? That's major key. Bro. Absolutely. Major key. He he comfortable, <clears throat> and if he comfortable coming to me and expressing himself, and my daughters, they comfortable coming to me and expressing themselves, then they go into the world with the confidence to express themselves, to be themselves fully. Without have you know what I'm saying? Without my son ain't gotta project that hard exterior. You know what I'm saying? My girls ain't gotta. You understand? What I'm saying, uh, uh, do anything. You know, meet any beauty standards or some shit like that to uh, be deemed acceptable mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. society. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm trying to raise my children to be honorable and to be fucking confident. You know confident, what I'm saying? Bro. And who the fuck they are? A hundred percent, bro. Where you come from? It, it like we had. <clears throat> It's so hard to be confident, yeah. bro. It it's crazy because like I remember, 
the kids who were the most confident, like the loudest person in the room is usually the brokers or the softest or whatever yeah. you want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the person with the most confident, you can look at them as cocky and this and that, arrogant, big-headed, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, there's really a thin line for to be confident. Like, that's more of a, a mental thing, like mm-hmm. a just something really between you, a parent and a, a like a family, bro. Yeah. Like, that's a... That that starts at home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I talked to my nephew. Um, he he go to tech now, and I was telling him about insecurities. And mm. I, I tell him I'm insecure, and I'm I only speak on the stuff that I I live, I execute, or I I can, I actually know. If I don't know, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna put you in the right direction. You're right, right, right. For but sure. for him, I'm like, bro, I'm insecure. I have my insecurities. I'm working on them. Yeah. And you, I can tell by the way you walk type that you're insecure because I've been in your place. I've been in your position. Yeah. So let me help you uh, uh, not even mask your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Let me help you understand them. And, and Down there, embrace them. Embrace your yeah. insecurities, bro, yeah. and, and manage them and, and be a man about them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the older we get, we still try to hide them. And you can see... The hidden insecurities, the older you get, it don't, yeah, it, it's really just get bigger. So it's like a, that confidence at a young age, knowing, you know, you are who you are. Yeah. And if you can mask that at a young age, bro, it, it it's a bountiful life. Like, it's, it's, crazy. yeah, bro. I think about that Kendrick song on, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, uh, You Ain't Got a Lie to Kick It. You, you know what I'm saying? Got- you ain't got a lie to kick it. You know what I'm talking about, man? Bar right there. You ain't yeah. got a lie to kick it, my nigga. On the real, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, as I grow older, and, and I think I've always had a bit of confidence, but it was a certain age where, like, I truly embraced, uh, you know, the multifaceted person that I am. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, yeah. you know, I- It's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the thing is, bro, like, now, I, you know- in, in in my relationship, my romantic relationship, and any in every relationship, friendships, um, I look to. I'm the closest with people that embrace who I fully am, and they and I embrace who they fully are, and love them for who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like my girl, love me. I'm I'm a nerd. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I be having a pistol on me. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, what? bro? Like, shit, we get down. You know what I'm talking about? Hello. But nigga can go say some big words and shit, too, you know? And that's that's just the fucking lovely thing, bro. Like, when you embrace who you fully are, man, and, and you just pass that on to your children. And just, I, I want every everything in my life to be fruitful. You know what I'm saying, bro? And, and that's what it is, bro. When, when it's real love, bro. When it's real my nigga, bro. real, bro. Exactly. Like, I, I hear you, and and now I'm, like, you know, back in the day, I pull up, I'm I'm bumping something. Like I, I tell y'all, man, I listen to some gangster music. I watch me a drug movie. Dog. You can't tell me I'm not Pablo. Like it, it's a rap. But like I pull up and I'm bumping some some stupid, some Twenty One, and and you know you pull up to the the bank grocery store. Yeah. Or, Anywhere there's people and you you turn it down. Fuck, I'm turning that shit up. Like I'm done. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm more comfortable now. I can walk with a stride. Walk with that. I'm trying. 
I'm really trying to master my Denzel walk type shit, bro. <laughs> Dick, like, I'm trying to get that type of Denzel type swagger, bro, like, yeah. to where I can throw on some fucking flip-flops, yeah. like, toes out, you feel me, in the summertime? <laughs> or I can throw on a suit or throw on a jersey if I feel like yeah. with it, uh, the, the name on the front type deal, like, whatever I want to do with a headband type shit. Like, I'm, I bought me a pair of Reebok Classics, bro, just because... Nip was like hopping out the 85 and Reebok classes. Like, let me go Tiny get a pair of mine for the one time. Like, <laughs> in high school, I, yeah. I would never. Type shit. I would never, bro. I remember it was a pair of shoes. I, I'm like, man, what they gonna think about when I put it? Like, yeah. I, like now I'm now I'm pulling out whatever. whatever. Bro, my work boots cost them George. Nigga. What, what you talking about? I don't care about Hey, the red wings be costing or what, nigga? Playing, bro. The red wing boots and work what? boots, bro. This motherfucker's expensive, my nigga. Yes. <laughs> Bro, you think I got time for Jordan, some Jets, some whatever, bro? I ain't thinking about them, some Yeezys. Yeah, bro. Oh, bro, I need these winter, man. Hey, bro, I, you see them, uh, the Red Wings, bro? I finessed them, bro. I was working at this job, and they said they give you this boot uh, uh, reimbursement oh, and shit yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? And I knew I was going to hop in the trades. I'm like, all right, let me stick around. <laughs> bro, look, you had to be there two, I think it was two months to get the boot paid for, bro. I'm counting down the weeks. I'm telling you, bro, we got to two months, bro. I told, hey, 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 John, what's good with that boot? You know what I'm saying? That boot money or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, give me another week. Give me another week. He gave me that boot money, bro. I was gone the week after. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my life. <laughs> oh, my life. Hey, real shit, bro. Hey, but you know, my nigga, um, you know, this one corner at a time, bro. And I love the name, by the way. I, I just seen the name like a week ago like that. And that, that shit deep. 1,000. That hey. shit deep. That's my sister, Akila, bro. You know what I'm saying? We had these profound conversations. I asked my nigga, when you going to change the world? She said, one corner at a time. Mm. That shit cold, right? So my nigga, bro, and I'm going to ask you because I pulled up to your career, bro. And this, this, this is my last question for you, bro. I pulled up to your career. We was chopping game. And a little nigga, you know what I'm saying? Young, young dude come by the crib. And, you know, you could tell he's a little misguided. You know what I'm saying? Said he was in the gang or whatever like no. that. <laughs> I don't know if he was being honest or not. I don't know, bro. Yeah, he don't like no gang member to no, me. No, he's not, but it's funny, man. It's a different age now. Maybe he is. I don't know. You look a little soft. I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing, bro. I want to be like, no, he ain't in it. But now I'm looking like, he may have He might be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we sound like some old heads. Old. On the low. <laughs> but, you know, I could tell, bro, like, you... you to the extent that you can, you took the young nigga under your wing. You know what I'm saying? Hey, come here, cut this grass, I'm gonna pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just give him a look, you know? And you instilling in him a sense of working for the bread. You know what I'm saying? If he is in the gang or not, just being involved with them people, we know how that get down, taking shit. You know what I'm saying? Easy, easy way to get money. But to promote, even on that small scale, bro, to promote, um, Working for something, honest dollar, making an honest dollar. That that stuck with me, bro. Seeing that, bro, and I don't know if I ever said that to you. And I'm gonna get better with giving people their flowers while they can still smell them. My nigga, bro. you inspire me, my nigga. Appreciate you know it, bro. Saying, Likewise, bro. my nigga. Absolutely, bro. Hey, look, we gonna motherfucking kick it too, bro. We told I told you that we gonna motherfucking kick it, bro. Can iron sharpen iron. But um, my question to you is, bro. I, I ask people to identify they corner if they haven't already and how do you plan to to continue on that path that you are of 
inspiring people, bro, inspiring the youth, bro, and and um really just just promoting uh grinding, bro, and positivity, man. Man, bro, I, I appreciate everything. Um man, it's it's hard, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> um like my my corner is to to give back and it's just like full circle right here. I'm gonna get the right now. So um like at the end of the day, um uh, Nip said a bit, hustle and motivate. That's all that. I'm trying to do. That. That's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Yeah. You know, and, and like I told you from the beginning, my grind, bro, is is different. So I'm not gonna speak. This this is the first time I get to speak. I don't do social media. Mm-hmm. My guy told me Khalil, shout out to Khalil. He's taking a journeyman test in a couple of weeks for an electrician in Texas. Um he said he took a, a fast off of uh, social media, and when he did that, like things went crazy. But I did that shit for three months. Yeah, I bought uh, my second rental property a year after I bought my first one. Type shit. On um, one on Eleventh Street. Speaking of that, anybody looking for a rental unit, it's a three bedroom on uh, right off North Avenue. Really nice upstairs, three bedroom, one bathroom. My nigga. Um, we could talk on prices. Later, but um, yeah, so bro, I love it, bro. I love it. <laughs> yeah, real quick, so, I love it. Okay, so now, so now I, I got that property, and then um, hustle and motivate. So, I, and I, I get lost to where I was going, but I don't speak on it, yeah. I just do. Oh, so after Leave the social, yeah, after the, I don't do social media anymore, I'll be on there because it's comedy, yeah, but like that, it's, it's a train, it, it drags you down, so. What I really want to do, bro, is... Okay, so let me go to this real quick. Um, it takes... Money make the world go round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Rohn said... Uh, he said a com, uh, in his book, he said, money's not that important, but it ranks right up there with air. Mm-hmm. And I said, damn, that shit deep. So, you know, it's, it's not about the money. It's never about the money, yeah. but it's always about the money. <laughs> so I made a phone call the other day, bro. And this is what I do. I, let me tell people this too, real quick. Network marketing, as far as the business extent, bro, yeah. that's a cool business, a dope business to get into for people who looking for other avenues. Uh, it's a quick entryway, and it, it promotes that, like that artistry. Where I was saying, you the denial mm. uh, with network marketing, it it you have to get rejected to win. Type shit. So if you get a thousand no's, mm. you get. A uh, uh, hundred yeses, you know what I'm saying, and, and that promoted that consistency, that grind. That's a no sleep type business, right? So um, that kind of built that immunity to, yeah. you know, what I'm saying that that you know rejection. Exactly, yeah, bro. Yeah, so yeah. now it don't bother me. And, and they say, what's the worst they could say? No, no, they could say hell fucking no, or I'm gonna beat your ass. Like they could say more <laughs> worse stuff, but let's just go with the no for now. And yeah. I understand the fear of making the call, but. Like uh, uh, yesterday, I made ten phone calls to get one answer, and it turned into three big contracts from my snowplow business. We'll speak on that in a nice. minute. But like, um, far as the the hustle, motivate, uh, I, the the money thing. I called uh, Ashanti Hamilton's office. Mm-hmm. Shout out to bro. I wanted Ashanti Hamilton to be the mayor of Milwaukee. We need us representing us in Milwaukee. Absolutely. absolutely. I would drop another thing so I got time, bro. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I was looking into this. Our, our city has been ran by Democrats. A mm-hmm. hundred plus years. <clears throat> mm-hmm. No difference. Mayor Barrett been in office. This is fourth to fifth term. 
why is he still in office, bro? Milwaukee has not gotten any better over the last five, four or five terms. Mm-hmm. Why is Lena Taylor in the running, but she's not getting 62% of that black vote? But Tom mm-hmm. Barrett is. But Tom Barrett is. Now, I'm going to break this down. Ashanti Hamilton, he's not in the running right now. Mm-hmm. I called his office. I sent him an email months ago. What do you need me to do? I'm about action, bro. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to do it. I email. What do you need me to do to help you get ahead? Blah, blah, blah. I called the office a month or two later. Hey, blah, blah, blah. The lady pick up the phone. Uh, is he running for mayor? She said, no. Why not? Uh, he's just not. Mm-hmm. Well, talk to me. Why is he not running for mayor? This is the guy I want to vote for. My mm-hmm. vote count type deal. Mm-hmm. She said, it's expensive. The fuck? My vote ain't expensive. He got my vote. <laughs> she said to run for mayor, it costs upwards of a million dollars this year. So it's like, if we want us representing us, it's going to cost some funds. You know what I'm saying? Tom Bear is winning because he got deep pockets type deal. Mm-hmm. It's not fair, but it's, it's, it's life. Keep right. living. My mom used to say that. I said, Mom, that ain't fair. She said, life ain't fair. Keep living. I fucking hate that quote, bro. <laughs> right, but it's right, so right. deep. It's like, what you want me to do? Like, it's not fair. Just keep the world not going to stop spending. Yeah. But Tom Bear, his pocket's deep. He shouldn't be in office, but it takes money to get there. So it goes to the business avenue side. We need the funds. We need the money. Mm. So back to the hustle and motivate. So we hustle to get the funds, and uh, we motivating the youth. Uh, growing up, 54th and Logan, 3rd and Keith, I seen drug dealers pulling up with the cars we used to yell bingo at. Uh, you see cousins with big drug dealer cars spinning. Yeah. Man, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's what we see. I seen a, 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 a Bentley in the hood type deal. Yeah. It, it, dude wasn't a lawyer type deal, but then the people we looking up to. So I'm trying to hustle, get the Bentley, not because it is my dream car, bro, but like right now, just give me an old school. I'm straight. Yeah, yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? It's not about the money. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that now, young dude, you 12, you 13, this is a young dude that was cutting my grass. I pull up to your school with a Bentley. Now I got your attention. Facts. Now it's fuck them gangs. Facts. Now it's how can I become an electrician? Yes, bro. But I got to hustle so I can motivate. Because right now, they're not going <clears> to <throat> see Chadrick York because I'm really grinding. I'm really hustling. But it... it it's not hard to catch me, but it's hard to catch me. And if you do, you know, good for you type deal. But I'm not reaching out as, like, on social media type deal. I, I don't have that type of time or the luxury. So it's, uh, with my snow plowing business, bro, um, my, uh, I, I've been doing this for six years. Um, I, I opened up different avenues. I sponsored a podcast last year, YBO. Shout out to them. Thank y'all for Hey, everything. shout out to YBO, man. Yeah, Definitely, yeah. They, bro. They're some good people. They're some good people. I Def- listen to their podcast. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and she uh, she built a, recently built a site for me, uh, Push the Snow Plowing. So on to that, uh, the, the hustle and motivate, bro. So um, I'm hustling. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to motivate. So at this point, I have a business, right? Um, small business, big business, whatever you want to call it. I need at least 15 employees, part-time employees right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 an hour, up to 27 an hour. Whenever it's snow, you got work. Right. Four to six hours, 10 hours if you want type deal. Um, and, and this is where it irritates me 
in my community mm-hmm. is that I'm an electrician. I can't go start an electrical company. That's the first thing they say. Oh, mm. I excuse me. Before your apprenticeship over, bro. Mm. If by the time you're done, if you had a dollar for every time somebody tell you, oh, start your own plumbing business, this and that, <laughs> bro, you're gonna be able to start your own plumbing business. But them people who said that. They're not yeah. going to give you a dollar and they're not going to give you any advice on how to start your business. Mm. They're just going to tell you to do something that you that they <clears throat> wish they would have did or wish they could have done or thinking about it. It, it. That's the avenue. But what I'm getting at is that we can't build uh, because we're not uh, working together. We can't get yeah. the help. And I'm not telling people like my one guy, he was like, people won't stop their job and come work with you. No, it's not that, bro. But if... I got an avenue for you to get money instead of you building your business that's just getting started. Come help mine and I use my influences to help build your business. I'm not trying to eat off of you. I'm just trying to get help. It's not about the money, but it's always about the money. Remember that. And like my guy, uh, Drayshawn Plummer, he hit me up the other day. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing shit. I was about to go to sleep. Bro, Mm -hmm. I got a job I need to do to do. He He was calling for you. But you was at work. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, all right, I'll go help. Just off the strength, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you need help. You're trying to get this job done. I'm not trying to get rich off of your job. I'm not trying to count your pockets. I'm not trying to see what my nigga eating and thinking I deserve it type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm staying in my lane. I'm just coming to help yeah. and, and help you build your business and your career. And when I called bro last year to help me snow plow, this nigga was out at two o'clock in the morning with me. Type shit. That's bro. what we need in the community. So it's it's like the hustle and motivate, yeah. but we gotta hustle, motivate, and help. And yeah, I like that. I <laughs> like that. Shit. It's not a lot of niggas built like that, bro. No. It's not, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the reason why I say, like, bro, we we definitely gonna, you know what I'm saying, congregate more. You know what I'm saying, Please. bro? Because and we read that in um Miseducation of the Negro. You know what I'm definitely. saying? Like we we it seemed people would rather compete as opposed to come together. You know, I remember when I launched this podcast, like a lot of people were sending love, but it was a couple people who would say, Hey, how do you start a podcast? Mm. You know, did you listen to my episode? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, bro? That's why I shout out to YBO, bro, because you know what I'm saying? They reached out and they already a pod- they already established podcast. They ain't like try to you know what I'm saying? Shut me out or anything like that. They reached out like, hey, man, this shit dope. You know Impressive. what I'm saying? Like, that's what it should be. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? That's that love. You know what I'm talking about, bro? So, man, bro, um, I, I'm full off this conversation, bro. I Absolutely. am. I'm inspired, bro. And I knew I would I would be coming into it, bro. Um, my nigga, I wish you much success, bro. And if it's any way I can help, Likewise. my nigga. You let me know, bro. Real deal. I would definitely be hitting you. Absolutely, bro. Whether it's, uh, uh, hey, bro, I got a job. Yeah. You know, my guy got this job or somebody need this or, man, whatever. Hey, 1, I need a hand plowing or this and that. I'm 1, definitely 000. hitting you. Man, let's get it, bro. We're going to go to the top, my nigga. Most definitely. One quarter at a time, my man Chad, bro. Blessings, bro. Blessings. Appreciate you. Man. Blessings.